Okay. We are talking this morning about the the Maral Sefer Gur Arye on Chamesh or Gur Arye on, on Rashi. Um, I want to describe the Sefer a little bit, speak about why it's an important and very helpful Sefer to be aware of, um, and what exactly, uh, and uh, some of what it tries to accomplish. We know that Chumash, so Chumash with Rashi, Rashi's commentary on Chumash is, as the Ramban writes in his, in, in his Perish al-Torah, Velo Mishpat HaBechorah, that Rashi is the Bechor, meaning Rashi comes first when it comes to a Perish on, to a Perish on Chumash, Chumash and Rashi. We know that even in Shulchan Aruch, when we speak about in Shulchan Aruch, it's in Reish Pehei, Shlaim Mikra, Ve'echad Targum, so there, Chumash and Targum, or, somebody should point out, Chumash and Rashi is a way to fulfill Shlaim Mikra. Rashi did an unbelievable job uh, writing a commentary on Chumash. Because of Rashi's prominence, so there were Rishonim that in their own commentaries relate a lot to Rashi's parish. The Ramban often in his parish in Chumash relates to Rashi's commentary. But there were also a group of Achronim who wrote super commentaries on Rashi, meaning they are commentaries on commentaries. So amongst them, the Sitzit HaChamim, many of us are aware of, the Re'im, Rebilio Mizrahi, the Tazbur Sefer. So one of the most well-known Svarim on Rashi is the Maharal's Gor Aryeh, the Maharal's Gor Aryeh on, on Rashi. And that Sefer was the first one the Maharal published of all the Maharal's writings. Maharal was the great Bali Machshava, also a great Halachist, although we have less of his Halachic writings. He's often quoted, he's quoted a bunch of times in Shulchan Aruch, Divin Psakim of the, of the Maharal. But that Maharal was published in his lifetime. Already in his lifetime, when they put out that Sefer, so on the opening page of the Sefer, so he writes how the goal of Gor Aryeh is to be there for Litalmidim Hamaainim, it's for Talmidim looking into Rashi that want to understand better what's going on. His goal is to explain the Ma'amari Chazal that Rashi quotes, he writes. His goal is that when there are Mefarshim that ask on Rashi, the Ramban and others, to do his best to be able to, to do his best to be able to explain Rashi and what's going on and on, on there, that the Ma'aral understood also that a lot of this is, is, a, is a deeper understanding of what exactly is taking place. He writes, therefore, hopefully, it can have value for those that are a little bit weaker, but also those that are somewhat somewhat stronger. Afla Gadol, who are even a person who's a little bit stronger, the Sefer can play, can play a particular a particular role. One of the interesting things about the Sefer is the Sefer for a long time was not really learned that much prior to Riff Hartman. We quoted that Friday or two ago. Prior to Riff Hartman, who's now in, uh, in England, put out his uh, edition of the Maharal Gur Aryeh. It wasn't learned that often, presumably, for two reasons. Number one, before Rav Hartman's edition of Gur Aryeh, so it's a commentary on Rashi. Rav Hartman's edition is Chumash and Rashi, and then also with the Gur Aryeh there. So when I'm looking at the Gur Aryeh, I can see the Chumash and Rashi, which is there. Or if you're learning Chumash and Rashi, when something comes up in Rashi that seems to be a little bit interesting, or you have a question, you can look to see if the Maral talks about it. Prior to that, and this is still true for many of the Mepharshe Rashi, it was published as an entirely separate Sefer. If it's published as a separate Sefer, so if I have a question on Rashi, for me to go all the way down to the Otsar and take out my other Sefer of Mepharshe Rashi, so people were not learning it the same way. There's something else interesting about, about the Maral, and this of Hartman relates to, Jonas and David, the son-in-law of Rav Hutner, the worst kolal of Pachad Yitzchak, uh, so points out a similar ha'ara in his haskama to the Sefer, and that's as follows. The Maral was incredible in learning in different ways. Many of us are perhaps most familiar with the Maral as a Baal Machshava. As a Baal Machshava, the Maral was a person who really believed that Chazal and Agatha, everything they say, 
is incredibly precise. And therefore, in Svarim, like Kedusha Gados of the Maharal, in the Be'er Hagola, whenever the Maharal explains the Gemara, he's very, very much medayik in the exact way Chazal say it out. If there's a number found there, it's because the number has a particular message and reason. If there's a particular, any detail of the story for the Maharal becomes very, very important. In general, the Maharal, a lot of his Svarim, whatever they're about, deal with a lot of it's explaining different Agadita. The Maharal in Gorarie, elements of it, focus on certain machshava kinds of principles, certain machshava kinds of ideas, and elements of it also do something else, which is the Maharal is also writing al-derech hapshat. He's trying to explain Chumash and Rashi. So some of the Maharals are a little bit longer and relate to ideas in machshava, but some of them are just al-derech hapshat. In general, he often quotes directly, and sometimes not directly, but he works off of, it. Harman points out, Revel Mizrahi, the Re'aim, who wrote a very famous commentary on Rashi. So you see in the Maharal, a lot of it's very focused in Pshat, a lot of it's focused in Machshava. Because of that, writes of Hartman, for the people that love Pshat, didn't like to learn the Maharal so much, because there were all these Machshava pieces that were mixed in. And the people that just wanted to learn the Maharal's Machshava, didn't want to learn Gerari, because... He has all these other sections that are all just about the Pshat, the pshat and Chumash. Rav Hartman argues that in truth, if you understand the Mara well, these two sides of him are really one and the same, which is a very, very close and precise reading of the text that he's actually learning. Why is it a mixture of, of Nigla, of Machshava, of Halacha and Pshat? So because it is a commentary on Chumash, and Chumash itself is a Sefer that is a mixture of all of those things. Chumash itself is a mixture of of different uh, of different things, there's there's basic storyline and there's halacha and there is ideas that relate to machshava. All of that is really there in the world of the maral. What's important about Gor Aryeh also is aside from being a sefer on Rashi and talking at times about the Ramban, he also quotes other svarim also. He quotes the Rambam in, in, in the Chazaka and Moravuchem. He quotes Perusha Mishnah. He quotes the Radak, the Eben Ezra, the Cheskuni. He quotes a variety of other Rishonim in his Perush. So when you learn the Perush Maral, you can often get a good overview, a good overview of things. For those of us less familiar with it, in Rav Hartman's edition, Rav Hartman again is the, he, is the head of of Hasmo. So Rav, uh, Rav Hartman's edition is amazing because he has on the bottom, on the bottom, he often tells you wherever else the Maral talks about the same idea. And he'll often tell you if the Maharal is hinting to an idea, which is a well-known yesod of the Maharal in other places also, and he'll tell you where it is. So when you're learning Chumash, and you want to know, is this like a well-known, this is the Maharal, sometimes you're learning a Sefer, you want to know like, I'm learning Ramban and Chumash. This is like a yesod of the Ramban that comes up a lot of places in his writings, or this is like a little bit of an outlier in the Ramban. This is a unique sheet of the Ramban, or this is like, everyone says this. I don't know if you ever have that when you're learning different things. You learn that in Mishonim sometimes. Like you want to know like this Ritva. Like everyone says this, is like a Chiddush of the Ritva. Like how do I know the difference? So footnotes sometimes can be helpful. Rav Hartman in the Maral, sometimes it's very, very helpful to tell you like, no, this is a really, really important Yisod. This is a really important idea that comes up in the world of, in the world of Machshava. And that way you can sort of get a little bit of a, a little bit of a helpful understanding of things. There are also Gor Aryeh's that come up, we focus on Pshat, and we focused as well on some of the Machshava. There are comments of the Maharal and Gor Aryeh that matter and come up sometimes in the world of Halacha. I'll give you one context in a way which I think is very fascinating. Uh, military Halacha, there were for centuries very little published about the Halachas of wartime. Why? Because Klal Yisrael didn't have an army. 
And because we didn't have an army, there were not that many. There were many shayals which like we shown him in the shayals and chuvas and achronim weren't talking about. The shayals did not really come up. But nowadays, it's more shayals have come up. Tzitzel Yezer, many many other poskim who have written about a lot of the sort of the halachas of being in the army. So now there are shayals which come up, and we're looking sometimes for mar mekomos to find out what does the Torah say about things. So as an example, as an example. How does the Torah relate to, uh, to bystanders, innocent bystanders, in, in, in a military context? How does the Torah relate to what a person does if there are, if, you know, I want to neutralize a particular terrorist, but there's a concern that other bystanders may end up being killed in the process? We don't have a lot of primary sources talking about it. There is a maral in the Gorarie in the context of, in the context of, uh, of Shem, of Shimon and Levi killing the people in Shem, but the maral relates to it. And unsurprisingly, I think Rav Asher Weiss, Rav Shechter, and, uh, and Rav Dov Lior, and many of them talk about the Shaila, talk about it in the context of that particular, that particular maral, that particular maral in Gorarie. Rav Hutner, the uh, author of Pachad Yitzchak, the footner had a particular affinity for the Maral's writings in general and for Gorari uh, in particular. He called the Kolel, he found it, Kolel Gorarie. Kolel Gorarie. Part of that, Rabbi David writes, and it's like Dom Yonason David writes, has to do with the merging, he thinks, of just with all of the Maral, of, uh, of the Pshad and the, and the Machshava, everything sort of intertwined. But it's certainly an incredibly fundamental and incredibly important safer. We'll speak about a maral and Gorari Bezrat Hashem on Thursday morning. Uh, we need to do the Parshmash Shabbat stuff, but at least it, it, it's an interesting maral. Again, even Bali, even people in Lumdis often will quote certain marals. Maral about Gersh Jeskayar, Katan Shanola Dami gets quoted. There's a lot of very, very important Torah maral uh, coming from the safer Gorari. A lot of important Torah about the world of Chinuch, Mitzvah Asay, and not Mitzvah Los Asay. There's a lot of, uh, of different ideas why the Avos didn't keep all of Torah, it appears. A lot of great Torah in the Maral, good Torah to be aware of, but a wonderful Sefer to have. Sometimes if you're learning Chumash Rashi, like we often have an Archumash Rashi, the Sifti Chachamim, or the Iker Sifti Chachamim next to it, which sometimes quotes a short piece of the Maral, but having more can be, uh, can be immensely, immensely helpful as a result. Yeah, what's up?